0: The Lord has made so let us rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning good friends and welcome to worship here at Selwyn Avenue Presbyterian Church on this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Before we begin with worship I'm glad to share a few announcements with you and encourage you to find additional information on our Selwyn Avenue Presbyterian Church website or in our church notes which can be found um, also on the website but I think in the Facebook chat as well. Um, our prayers and sympathy are extended to our members Kevin and Katie Cumbus, along with their children Cooper and Camille on a death in their family. Kevin's grandmother died on January 8th and her name was Alice Griggs Combus We continue to reach out to all of you and hope that you are also in communications with us as we pray for you and our concern for you and your well-being and the, the well-being of your loved ones, especially um, in light of the COVID-19 virus, please stay in touch with us and let us know how we can pray for you and support you during these long weeks and months. If you are a member of Selwyn Avenue, please know that we have entered a season of nominations uh, for our leadership of the church, our session. Uh, if you know of someone who you feel would be a good leader and it's timely for them. Uh, We encourage you to access the nominations forms both on our website and in the chat feed this morning so that the nominating committee can begin their good work of discernment for the upcoming year. If you are a parent of a youth, you are encouraged to join Margot Richardson in one of two remaining listening sessions as she tries to be faithful in her leadership and engagement with our youth and their families during this ongoing time of separation. Your voice and your guidance to her is very, very important. Also, now is the time for us to sign our youth up for the trips that hopefully will be happening this summer As you know, um, time away with our fellow youth is a time where they build important relationships that last them all year round. So ASP, Montreat, and the middle school cross program. Please contact Margo for more on that. We are grateful for your continued stewardship uh, in 2020, and we are now able to look ahead to 2021 with great hope and gratitude. So for those of you who have been generous and faithful in your stewardship, thank you. We are 22 pledges away from our 2021 goal of 130 pledges. I think that's everything you need to hear from me, uh, but please know that we're glad you're with us, and we look forward to worshiping with you now.
1: I want to walk as a child of the light, I want to follow Jesus. God set the stars to give light to the world, the star of my life is Jesus. The night and the day are both alike. The Lamb is the light of the city of God. Shine in my heart, Lord Jesus.
2: May the Lord be with you all this morning. I hope you will join me wherever you are as we call ourselves to worship. The buzz of the world disrupts and disorients our lives. Call us into your way of life, O God. The complaints of others settle in our minds and clouds our vision. Lead us into your vision of life, O God. The promises of power and protection Tempt our minds toward division and greed. Lead us into repentance and reconciliation, O God. The cries of the poor, the oppressed, and the outcast pierce our hearts. Guide us by your example of living for others, O God.
1: I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Finest bread I will provide till their hearts be satisfied.
2: short of God's glory and who we were created to be yet we have a God who knows our shortcomings who knows how we have fallen short and yet who forgives us and loves us anyway in that bold confidence let us confess together our sin using the prayer of confession in our bulletin God you know us better than we know ourselves you know our thoughts Our weaknesses, our motivations, our sins. We have been tempted to lash out, to seize control, to escape reality, to hide, to hoard, to give up. And you still love us. Forgive us when we don't believe such love is true or possible. Forgive us when we wonder how you could love us just as we are. Forgive us when we forget our intricate construction, fearfully and wonderfully made. We forget every human on earth has been made in your image. Remove from our minds every thought which keeps us from you. Break down the walls, push aside the pride, and help us to trust anew. You know our hearts, you love us still, amen. Hear now these words that assure us of God's abundant mercy and forgiveness. Using Romans, uh, found in Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven.
0: Before we read our scripture this morning, I have a word or two for some members of our congregation and anyone really who might be wrestling with your faith. I know some eighth graders in confirmation might be wrestling with the idea of joining our church. But wrestling is a sign of faith and someone puts a lot of thought and energy behind our support of you and your family as you explore what it means to be a Christian. I want to apologize if there have been years when we took your presence for granted. Maybe we didn't know how to talk about God and faith in a way that seemed to make sense. I should apologize if we ever made it seem as if being a part of a church meant saying and doing things in a way that didn't align with who you are or even how you are. We love you for who you are and the unique way that God has created and formed you. Margot's commitment to your class and your willingness to meet her each week is profound. And so I'm especially sorry that there is so much noise in the world about what it means to be a Christian, especially if we here at Selwyn have not been clear and direct about what we stand for. It can be confusing. Your parents have been bringing you to this sanctuary for most of your lives, and they've wanted you to know about God's love and grace. To know about Christ is one thing, and to experience Christ's love and grace is something else altogether. I know that there was a day when most of you were children and there was a sanctuary full of people and everyone in that congregation stood up and said, yep, we promise, we promise to love this kid no matter what. Regardless of where they go or what they do, we promise that we will teach this kid what it means to love God. And I'm 99% sure your parents got choked up at that moment. Yes, you belong to us. Yes, you are beloved. Back in the day, if you needed to hear about God's promises, we could talk to you about Noah and the ark and the animals and the rainbows and you were good to go. Afraid to do something brave? David and Goliath. Every year we talked about baby Jesus, the shepherds and Mary and Joseph. At some point, you took communion and spit that little wafer in your mom's hand, and we explained who and why Jesus had to die. If you asked where we came from, Adam and Eve usually did the trick. Now, well, things have gotten more complicated. We know it, and you know it. Things are no longer black and white or so simple. Adults are hypocritical. We say one thing and we do another. We exclude and judge people. Sometimes we're all talk and no action. We know it and you know it. Things have been stressful this year. We've been isolated and separated. We've been wearing masks for 10 months. And 10 months for you is like three years for us. The news sounds scary. Our state and national leaders seem to fight more than they seem to lead. You have the story of Martin Luther King, Jr. You've learned about his prophetic, nonviolent leadership in your school, and yet there have been too many shootings, too many deaths, too much suffering, grief, hatred, violence, anxiety. You are all fully aware. At this point, your parents are wondering why I'm even speaking to you, because you don't use Facebook and you're probably still asleep. (laughs) But what does it mean for you to claim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in the midst of all of this? Is our faith challenged without the benefit of intimate conversations, in-person worship, and trusted partners along the journey? The Gospel of Mark is known to be the earliest written of the four. It packs a strong theological punch. And while our winter preaching series is entitled Walking with Jesus, I might suggest you lace up a pair of sneakers From the Jordan River, to the wilderness wasteland, to the shores of the Lake of Galilee, to a synagogue in Capernaum, no matter where he goes, we find Jesus proclaiming some very good news for those who are oppressed. And we are still in the very first chapter of the book. This morning, we're turning to chapter one. I've asked Ivy, with his amazing radio voice, to read the voice of Jesus listen to these verses 12 through 28 and the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness he was in the wilderness 40 days tempted by satan and he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him now after john was arrested jesus came to galilee proclaiming the good news of god and saying
1: the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of god has come near Repent and believe in the good news.
0: As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them,
1: Follow me, and I will make you fish for people.
0: And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As they went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat, mending their nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then, there in the synagogue, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, And they obey him. At once, his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So remember the day? Do you remember the day you heard God say yes? Graduation, a new job, a pregnancy test, a marriage, a fresh start, news for a college, a grandchild, first day out of the hospital. A baptism. How is it that Jesus can experience the Spirit of God within him, upon him, around him, in one minute? The Spirit descends like a dove, the warmth of the glowing sun, dries Jesus' damp skin. He's confident, prepared, capable, confirmed, affirmed, called by name, and be driven out into the barren wasteland by that same Spirit, the next. All the expectations, the pressure. What if all of this is not what he thinks it is? What if he fails 40 days, 40 nights, disoriented, disconnected, hungry, isolated? People like you and me, we spend exorbitant amounts of time and effort trying to avoid the wilderness, not to mention our efforts to prevent our young people from wandering out there. And yet every human at some point even Jesus, ends up in no man's land, hanging out with the wild beasts. Our prayer is to avoid the wilderness, and yet our hope and our calling is to be equipped when we get there. Perhaps our baptismal faith urges us into these dangerous and uncomfortable places. After all, it was the Spirit who led Jesus out there, not some external force of evil. And Jesus was 100% human. Howard Thurman was a spiritual advisor to Martin Luther King and in one of his writings he refers to Oscar Wilde, who puts it this way. There is still something incredible in the idea of a young Galilean peasant imagining that he could bear on his own shoulders the burden of the entire world, all that had already been done and suffered and all that was yet to be done and suffered, the sins of Nero, of Caesar Borgia, of Alexander VI, and of him who was emperor or of Rome and the priest of the sun, the sufferings of those whose names are legion and whose dwelling is among the tombs, oppressed nationalities, factory children, thieves, people in prison, outcasts, those who are dumb under oppression and whose silence is heard. Only of God and Jesus was not merely imagining this but he actually was achieving it so that at the present moment all who come in contact with his personality even though they may not bow to his altar or kneel before his priest in some way find the ugliness of their sin is taken away and the beauty of their sorrow is revealed to them can you imagine coming to terms with a calling such as this? The mission, the overwhelming weight of it all. Fred Craddock says the church is forged in the wilderness, that something happens out there, there that can't happen anywhere else. I mean, we are capable enough, aren't we? But our strength, our intelligence, our creativity and power are of little consequence out in the desert. Out there, we are reminded who's really in charge, and it ain't us. Everything and everyone Jesus relied on to stay on track had disappeared. And that is when things get really tricky, when we find ourselves separated from God and one another, which I suspect has been a reality for most of us over these last months. When it comes to temptation, you can forget the red costume and the horns and the tail because the devil is a companion in our chaos. The devil is reasonable and understanding under the circumstances. I'm pretty sure I dated him in college. But either way, the circumstances are never good when we're in the wilderness. Jesus was lonely and so they walked together. Jesus was hungry and the devil was sympathetic. Perhaps we are all susceptible to external temptations But the power of temptation is fermented in the empty vessels of our deepest hungers. No matter what, sometimes those of us who align our lives with God's law and the gospel find our wills wrestling with God's will. And for that, temptation is a reality for those of us who seek to be obedient and faithful because we are only tempted by that which we are capable of. And most of us are capable of much greater and much more terrible things than we would ever admit. Is it desire or is it love? Is it ambition or is it call? Is it my will or is it God's will? Adam, Sarah, Jacob, Moses, Elijah, David, the entire nation of Israel, they were all tested in the wilderness and they all failed. And yet, angels waited upon them. And yet God was with them, near them, for them. God forgave them and God provided. God created a new path by God's grace alone. God saved them. And so if you are 13 or 14, and you might be wrestling with your faith. You should know that those of us who love the church and who claim Jesus' story is indeed our story, we do so not simply because the stories of the Bible make sense, but because we too have been in the wilderness. We have been rejected. We have felt lost and alone. We have been tempted by forces we could not overcome without God's help. Folks talk a lot about overcoming temptation by self-control, by our own will and power. But resisting temptation is about giving up control and relying on God's will and God's power, turning back to God, reorienting oneself back to a life in community. Resisting temptation is about relinquishing control. And anyone who knows how AA or NA or Al-Anon works understands the value of a good sponsor and a group in that first step which is surrendering control. Because you see, we are not that exceptional. We do not have it all figured out. We cannot wait it out or avoid it. We cannot satisfy our own bottomless pit of emptiness. The only one to pass the wilderness test was Jesus the one empowered by God's spirit to engage every human trial, to confront evil, to stare death and destruction in the face and to overcome it once and for all by trusting and relying on God's power and sovereignty. Only then, only then does Jesus turn back. Only then does Jesus rally the troops. By speaking and showing and embodying the power of God's love and grace not by hatred not by control or coercion not with guilt or manipulation or violence of any sort but with the authority of God's holy word on the Sea of Galilee follow me and I will make you fish for people inside the synagogue he preached as if he were a prophet And then he heals a poor man overcome with the violent forces of demons beyond himself. Jesus represents God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. You know, when we look back on Martin Luther King's life as if it were a myth from over 60 years ago, we miss the point. We remember the impact of his authority and leadership and what that did for our country, because it points us toward a future of hope and equity and peace. Martin Luther King's entire mission hinged on the truth of God's love and Christ Jesus for all people. And we're not there yet. From a sermon he preached in 1956, never succumb to the temptation of becoming bitter. As you press on for justice, Be sure to move with dignity and discipline, using only the weapon of love. Let no man pull you so low as to hate him. Always avoid violence. If you succumb to the temptation of using violence in your struggle, unborn generations will be the recipients of a long and desolate night of bitterness, and your chief legacy to the future will be an endless reign of meaningless chaos. In your struggle for justice, let your oppressor know that you are not attempting to defeat or humiliate him or even to pay him back for injustices that he has heaped upon you. Let him know that you are merely seeking justice for him as well as for yourself. Let him know that the festering sore of segregation debilitates the white man as well as the Negro. With this attitude, you will be able to keep your struggle on high Christian standards. I still believe that standing up for the truth of God is the greatest thing in the world. This is the end of life. The end of life is not to be happy. The end of life is not to achieve pleasure and avoid pain. The end of life is to do the will of God, come what may. I still believe that love is the most durable power in the world. So for all of you who are wrestling this morning, Not as complicated as we adults like to make it. As Brian Blunt writes, we have been raided by the reality of God's reign. It's not simply a good idea or a myth or an old-fashioned way to approach life. It's who we are. It's how we orient and order our lives. It's how and why God created you in God's image. Everywhere God goes, everyone he meets, everywhere Jesus goes. Jesus redefines our understanding of power. We have been saved, and we have been called to a mission of love and peace and justice and joy. Amen.
3: Let us pray. Almighty God, we come to you in the wilderness, and we pray that you might give us courage to face and to name our temptations, and that you might help us direct our lives in obedience to your spirit. In times of distance, we often forget that you know us better than we know ourselves. Remind us of your loving grace so that we might feel that love and in return draw close to those who need to be reminded of it. Hear our prayers this day for those who are suffering, for those who are sick. We ask that you ease their pain and restore them to health. We pray for our global community as it grapples with an ever worsening pandemic. Be with all medical professionals and staff who so faithfully serve in hospitals and clinics and nursing homes to care for your people. We pray that you would send your spirit of justice to those in positions of leadership so that they can lead wisely and with justice, and so that they may resist all temptation to abuse your power. Grant us all courage so that we might confront the realities that tempt, deform, and deface our world. We pray for change, O oh God, for bellies to be full and for beds to be warm. We pray for justice and equality and equal opportunities for all, for clean water, for homes. We pray for so much more, O oh God, Hear now in our hearts, are silent prayers that fill us these this day. God, you are our strength. Give us hope for tomorrow and courage for today. Be with us when the way before us seems closed and when the wilderness feels dark. Be with us when we don't know what step we should take next. Lighten our darkness and walk beside us. We trust in that. We ask all these things in the name of your Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, God has shown us good gifts, and in response and in love, it is our duty to return those gifts to God with our hearts and with our minds and with our energies and with our resources, all that we are. Our text to give number is 704-734-9818. Let us give to God with joy.
1: I want Jesus to walk with me in my trials, Lord, walk with me in my trials.
3: our gifts to God praying together in one voice let us pray holy one giver of life of strength perseverance comfort and grace we honor you even with our giving we have convinced ourselves that we are living in a land of poverty due to the pandemic and the systemic realities that plague our being but you do provide for us You do give us everything we need, perhaps not everything we want, but you are our loving heavenly parent, and we trust you for our keeping. Because of this trust, we respond with gratitude, love, joy, and commitment to the fulfillment of your promise to you and your church, because we have faith to give. Thank you for this opportunity to show you how
0: much we honor you, amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift the Lord's countenance upon you and grant you peace in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.